What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome! Hello, 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 beautiful people. And like we promised, we're back and we're taping. Like, we we're actually did what we say we were going to do. Yes, New Year's resolution number one. Check. That's right. So we're going to start taping these podcasts so you guys can actually see us. You can see facial expressions. And all those take a lot of time to get Gia out the house. She was only... Don't exaggerate. That was one of the, another one of your New Year's resolutions. No more exaggerating. All right, so I'll let you say it. How long were you late? An hour and 21 minutes. Okay, she was an hour and 21 minutes I got late. here at one twenty-one. I was supposed to be here at noon. All right, but you look beautiful, so it doesn't matter. Thank you. Mwah. All right, now, uh, for all you guys out there, don't forget our flyaway. April 30th to May 3rd, I want to see you guys there. Uh, we're going to be doing, instead of doing a podcast live somewhere in a city, we decided let's do it in Jamaica. Let's have an adult trip. It doesn't matter if you're couples, if you're singles. We really want to see you guys there. A lot of fun. We're talking parties, performances, of course, our podcast. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to have us out to season my brother he's coming we're going to do a financial podcast so generational wealth podcast we have an old school parties uh, games on the beach all white party catamaran parties and and stoplight party There's a, well, explain the stoplight party because every time you say yes. that I think of uh, you on your period and I'm running a stoplight that's the first thing that comes this to mind this is how mind. you want to start this podcast I'm just telling you I'm so ex- saying. explain what a stoplight party is <laughs> So the stoplight party is basically a party that we're hosting where if you are single, you wear green. If you are taken, you wear red. And if it's complicated, you wear yellow. So everyone in your environment knows your relationship status and knows whether they should holla or not. All right. All right. And then there's a wine party. Now, not wine as in drinking wine. Since we're in Jamaica, you're not that sophisticated. You got to wine your body. Wine your body. (laughs) Don't demonstrate I'm a wine. And then what's the other? No, stop that. All right. Well, all that's happening. So if you want more information, just hit up the website. It's the (laughs) CaseyCrewRetreat.com. Again, the Mm CaseyCrewRetreat.com. And they have programs where you can leave a little bit here, a little bit there. And by the time it's ready to go. You're all paid up. So I want to see you guys click the link in the bio. And also, um, seminar-wise, I know a lot of people ask, what are you guys doing the next seminar uh, into real estate? Caesar and I will be in Vegas, February 23rd at the Golden Nugget. So if you want to learn about real estate, we're bringing everybody from credit repair, conventional lending, hard money lending, attorneys, agents, Caesar and I, and so many different people. We're going to teach about real estate, how to get in the game and all that. All right. So that's February 23rd. Now let's start the podcast. Right? Well, hold on. First, we need to shout out to Jen. Oh, yes. At Jenny Tips for designing our set, which mm-hmm. is pretty dope. We're actually at Rashawn and Caesar's office. Right. And she threw this together for us, so you guys would have something halfway decent to look at. That's so, right. She put thank this together. You, Jen. I gave her my credit card. She asked me how much I wanted to spend. I said like a hundred dollars. <laughs> With his cheap self. Yeah. You th- probably did say a hundred dollars. I might have said one fifty. Get like a pillow. Because if it wasn't for that, we would be here on this off white couch with white walls. And that would be it. Yeah, pretty much. And I said that's good, but no, they wanted a set. So shout out to Jenny Tip. She came and she put this together. And it was way more than $150. Absolutely. But, but it's worth it. It, it definitely is worth it. Don't you feel homey? I do feel So we tell you guys homey. to come over. You feel like you're actually coming over to something. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Now, now let's get the uh, podcast started. I wanted to talk about apologies and how important apologies are in a relationship. Okay. Now, I'm the type of person, I don't necessarily like to apologize. 
Um, it doesn't show because you apologize all the damn time. Right. But I apologize. Seems like you get paid to apologize. No, no, no. I, okay. When we get into a disagreement or argument, I think a lot of times people argue to win. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what I used to do. Like when we used to get into an argument, I wouldn't give a fuck if I'm right or wrong. I just wanted to win. Yes. And if I had to pull shit out the, the ass to win, I was going to win. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, if we arguing about the sky being blue. I would be like, God came down last night in my dream and told me that the sky was motherfucking pink just to win. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize that I was going back and forth with you to not necessarily understand, but mm-hmm. to win. You just realized that? Not, not not recently, but... You just realized that? What you mean? That's how it happened? Like you had an epiphany, like a brick fell from the sky, hit you in the head, and you just realized that? Or was it years of me beating you in the head trying to explain that exact principle to you. Yeah, that. But, you know, also, is yeah, you know, you apologize. And a lot, and, and a lot of times I didn't apologize because I meant it. I apologized to stop the argument. And we do that a lot, fellas. Like, you'd be <laughs> like, your wife is bugging or your girl is bugging. You'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I apologize. All right, it's over. Let's keep it moving. But I didn't necessarily apologize because I meant it. But as a female, we can always tell because that's when we hit you with the, well, what are you apologizing and for? And I hate that fucking question. Because now not <laughs> explain, only. Explain, explain. What do you think that you did wrong? Now I'm not your kid. Like now you got me like I'm like I'm your, your, your little daughter. Well, tell me what you did wrong. But it's called for because you are apologizing, not because you mean it. If I say I'm and sorry. just to end you know the argument. I'm sorry for. No, I don't. I know that you're BSing and I want you to fess up to BSing so that we have something else to argue about. See, and that's what I'm sorry, damn it. Like, I don't want to go through. See, that See that doesn't cut it. See, that's what you don't want to do. Right. But for fellas, we don't want to argue. Sometimes I feel like women want to argue. Like, I you want to Well, get... I feel as though you want to argue. Like, you want to argue now? I don't no, want to no, no, argue. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I feel as though you want to argue because. I don't. You have the privilege of being with me for so long that you know how to avoid an argument. You know what presses my buttons. You know the difference from right and wrong. There's two ways to avoid the argument. And there's so often that you choose wrong as opposed to right. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out for the life of me, like, why would he make that choice? He just prolonged his day by like another two and a half hours of, of actual arguing. And he probably prolonged another two days of just unadulterated nastiness. And for what? Why? Why? Do you do you want me to be nasty to you? No. Do you enjoy when I'm nasty to you? Nope. You know you don't like when I don't cuddle with you. Right. Like the world comes to an end you have to put when, the I, cu- don't, you when have I don't to, cuddle with you. You have to put the cuddle oh, shit out oh, there. Oh, 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 oh. But what's don't worse. Don't feel like y'all out there don't oh, like to cuddle. Hold on a second. But what's worse? What's the what hurts your feelings the most in a regular day if I don't do it? You'd be like, words, are you not gonna X, Y, and Z? Give me a head. What? I don't know. Where are you going? What? Just don't make me fight you. <laughs> what? What? No, seriously. What's the worst thing I hate? I don't want to have to fight you What's right the worst now. thing like, I hate? I'm being serious with you right now. All right. What's the worst thing I hate? Like, I'm listening. If I kiss you with my eyes open. Yeah, I don't like that. You, I want no, you no, to, no. You worse than don't like it. I want like you to it. dream. When I when you kiss me, dream. I, I want your eyes closed. I want you to think um, I'm your everything. If I kiss him, and I'm just talking about like a peck. It's, like if it's just like a little peck and my eyes don't drift closed while he kisses me. But like, oh, so you're just gonna kiss me with your eyes open? Goddamn right. You're not gonna close your eyes? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm not thinking about it. And if I don't feel it, I don't close my eyes. Fake it. That's exactly Make what Make me fucking well, feel good. It. Close just your fake eyes. It. Just close your mm-hmm. I don't care if you feel mm-hmm. it. I don't just give do a fuck. it. Yes. So you know that you're gonna go days with no cuddling, 
Uh-huh. No me rubbing your back. Mm-hmm. No eyes shut kisses. Okay. And me throwing you shade. Oh, you hate the little one word texts. Yeah. You hate the K. Yeah. You hate the that's, K. That's it is disrespectful. <laughs> that's it, all, that, all, all that you said is disrespectful. You hate I'm a grown that. ass man. I work my ass off. When I get so, in the bed, you cuddle. When you kiss me, you close your eyes. Why would you go all the way out of your way to provoke those kind of actions from me? All right. Well, first of all, I would say, yeah, there's two things to stop an argument, right? One is not coming home, staying at the office longer. No argument happens then. And two is dick. I give you dick, no argument. That is not true. That is the truth. That's why you smiling right it's now. Just a That's true. why you smiling. It might just be a little true. Don't, and, and don't put little true when you're talking it about might that. Just be a no, little no, true. no, 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 no. Don't put that <laughs> big, big true. But, it might just be a little true. But you know, I had to realize that sometimes I have to really listen and understand. And I think a lot of times, men, and I'm not, I'm not speaking for all men, but a lot of times we just want to win a fucking argument. And a lot of times we don't necessarily listen to see what the problem is or what the situation is. And that was my problem. And I still do it sometimes. No, it wasn't just your problem. Um, it was my problem as well. It was your fucking problem. I'm glad you admitted that shit. Your it po- was my problem as well. Mm-hmm. I remember we're in the house that we live in now about 13, 14 years. So it was about 15 right? years ago because mm-hmm. I remember the moment when the brick fell out of the sky and hit me on the head. Mm-hmm. I was in the bedroom and we had just finished a fight and it wasn't even an argument. We used to fight like it would be nasty. It would be like you would literally go for my jugular. As a matter of fact, tell me if you remember one time. I don't remember what it was you said, what it was that you said to me, but it was something foul. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I made mention of it. And you may may or may not have apologized. I don't really remember. But you said to me that I'm so non-reactionary. Like I don't, I don't react. I don't respond. I don't show emotion. And right. I'm not the most emotional person. Correct. And you said that because I didn't respond to your small jabs, mm-hmm. that you felt as though you had to go for my jugular for your neck. just to get a reaction from me. And it's kind of like dominoes. Look, dominoes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like dominoes, you know. Um, one action begets another action, which begets another action. Correct. And next thing you know, it's a snowball, which turns into an avalanche. And that avalanche winds up being your reality. And you just wake up one day like, I'm so miserable. And how the bleep did I get here? Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes it's so hard to even remember what it used to be when it was amazing. So anyway, we had just had this situation. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, and I won the argument. She's, and that's what it was. It's, that's it's what it was. Winning no, thing. no, no. But I'm talking about how it was 15 years ago. Okay. I won the argument because that's what I wanted. And you wanted to win as well, but I prevailed. And I sat there and I said to myself, why am I so pleased that I just annihilated him? Like that was literally. I don't think you annihilated. No, me. you were annihilated. You won. I remember. No, I remember how bad it was. Like I said all types of stuff that I had no right saying, mm. and it was just to get that reaction out of you as well. And I thought to myself, if I love this person, it shouldn't be my goal to slay him. Right. It should be my goal to be a team member. Mm-hmm. Which means that if we're on the same team, if you lose, that means I lose too. Correct. If you win, 
then I win too. Which meant that the goal should be to come to an understanding. Right. To really understand each other, to be on the same page. We may not have to agree, but if I know what motivates you and what motivates your actions and what causes you to do the things that you do or say the things that you say or feel the way that you feel, most importantly, then it's like we can coexist together. Right. Then I can kind of cater to you. I can draw from you. Maybe I can guide guide you. Maybe I can change your mind. Maybe you can do all of those things to me, but- we're working towards the same goal, which is coexistence, happiness, and companionship. And I felt like we spent so many years working against each other. Absolutely. And it felt like it was just par for the course. Right. Like that's the way it was supposed to be. And what's crazy about that, I think about this all the time for some reason, whether, well, not really lately because of anything that's ever happened between us, but- I might be watching something on television. I might be reading something in a book or an article, or it could just be something that goes through my head. But when we get married, or mm-hmm. even even if it's not a marriage situation, if it's a serious relationship, and let's say you might have taken it to another level where you live with your significant other, but let's just say bare bones, you're an exclusive relationship with somebody. You chose that person. Mm-hmm. Why do we choose anything in our lives? Because it's supposed to make our lives better. It makes you feel good. It's supposed to improve your life by making you feel better, by being convenient, by whatever. Mm -hmm. You can pick any way in which a relationship can heighten your life. But that's the reason why you choose it. That's the reason why you go down that route. Like you chose this. A lot of times people in relationships, when it's exclusive, they act like someone put a gun to their heads. Right. Like someone forced you to be in this relationship. Sometimes people just need to get back with like, why? Wow. Why did I choose this guy? Or wow. Why did I choose this girl? It's because there was something so amazing that you wanted to spend your time with them. You wanted to move in with them. You wanted to be exclusive. You wanted to make them your girl. You wanted to make them your man. You you wanted to go out to eat and introduce them to your family and do all of go on wonderful vacations and do all these things. But a lot of times, especially men, because, you know, it usually is the men, okay. right? Okay, all right, let me hear this. It usually is. A lot of times it's the men that feel like they're operating with shackles on. What you do you mean operating with shackles on? Like they're in prison. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I got to go home to this witch. Yeah, they say bitch. They don't say witch, though. Well, I don't like to use that word mm-hmm. unless I'm making a joke, and mm-hmm. that wasn't a joke. I got to go home to this witch, or... Ah, oh, you know what? Let's just, guys, let's just go and get some drinks because... The longer I don't have to be at home, the better. But you know what it is. uh, You know, well, why is it? Explain for all the females that are watching right now that don't really get it. That's because we love you, but there might be certain things we just don't like. You know, there might be, I like you. I like to have sex with you. Why is it? I'm, I'm, tell- I'm noticing a pattern. I'm just telling you some good stuff. Like, you got a fat ass. I like to fuck. Like, I like you. I'm not Stop. saying you personally. Stop. Stop. They can't hear you. The mic's not near you. I'm not saying they can read my lips. <laughs> it's not saying you personally, but I'm saying guys so you don't think like, like to that. Me personally, yes, I do. But I'm just saying. So what are we saying right now? See, you trying to start an argument. But I'm saying for <laughs> most guys, they like they like their woman or they love their woman. It is certain things that they don't like. They consider a lot of women to be bitchy, whatever it may be. Like when a woman has to get past the part that it's not an argument to win, and we on the same page. Then I think a lot of guys would like to go. They they wouldn't mind going home. But a lot of guys we fuck up sometimes, and we don't necessarily, you know, 
say the reason we fuck up. And I think a lot of times if, if we get everything out in the open, we don't have to deal with the bullshit a lot. You know? What are you saying? I'm saying that's why I'm saying apologies are needed. You know, a lot of times people don't want to apologize. They don't want to admit what's wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of people like, you know, in a relationship, like you said, once you figure out it's a team and you like, if I win, you win. If I lose, you lose. Me beating you in an argument is not a win for me. It's like you beating yourself. Exactly. Right. Like the I goal is wrong. Like I remember the, the time where, where you made fun of me one time and I wanted to I wanted to really, Hold on. really. If you bring up what I think you're going to bring up, I don't know why I feel like just telepathically. Because that shit really hurt. You just told me. What you were gonna talk about? What is this? Say, give me, give me space shuttles. Yes, don't so, even. Oh, I can't. This for is, everybody for out Sean, there, this right? is not even. We talk. Oh, wait, about, hold on. Just stop for a second. This is so not part of this conversation. Say, yes, it is. I'm gonna no, tell no, you. Look at me. Look at me. Yes, it is. It is not yes. part of this conversation. Let me explain. Are you really gonna go? Yes. This is explain. so ridiculous. So he's just about to waste like five minutes of your time. I don't Disclaimer. Care. So let me tell you. So when we were in college, of course, I went to Hampton University. She went to Old Dominion. The Allen Iverson twos came out. The sneakers came out. And I was like, I'm going to go get me a pair. Babe, come with me. Let's go to the mall. I want to go get some sneakers. She's like, all right, I go. So I put the sneakers on. I'm all like, oh, these are fly. I'm cleaning them off. This, that, and the other. I'm like, oh, babe, how they look? She was like, them shits look like space shuttles. I said, they look, I didn't say that. See, why you got to exaggerate? She said, your I feet said, look big. They no, look like I didn't. Space that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. What I said, you your face look, um, excuse me, your feet look like little space shuttles. That's what I said. Your feet are big. Them shits look like space No, shows. that's how he took it because he has a filter where he only hears what he wants to hear. I said, your I was so feet hurt. look like little space shuttles. Because if I recall correctly, they were white with like silver and they had like, they look like space shuttles. So mind you. I wasn't referring to your feet, your foot size, which he has always been insecure about. Why? I don't know. Because so, most men want big feet because it means... Something. I don't but need that. Anyway, I got that something anyway. Whatever. But let me explain. But anyway, so I was I'm telling you what I meant because I feel like you still harbor some hurt. I don't harbor no hurt. So <laughs> this was twenty years ago. So listen. So I'm a skinny person, right? At that time, I probably weighed maybe one ten twenty wet. So now you were like one fifty wet. Less than that. It had to be less. No, than no, that. you were no, you were actually. But about I was skinny. Whatever. I had skinny legs, and then when I had my feet, just always seemed like I just had big ass feet Seeming for a skinny kid, and I just felt like my shits was just huge. So I just had a little funny problem with that to the point where I ain't even gonna front. Like I would wear a nine, and the shits would hurt my feet, but I felt like it looked better. But anyway, that was me and myself, my insecurities back then. Mm -hmm. But she said that, and that shit hurt my heart. So what did <laughs> so I tell do? Tell him what you did. I left her right in the mall. I went left and I and she and back then gear would gear would like babe I didn't mean it babe I didn't mean it babe I didn't you mean it. You don't even understand how bad it was what he did. What was that mall? Lynn Haven Mall? No, it's, it was called Lynn in Virginia Beach. Was it? It was at Lynn Haven Mall oh. in Virginia Beach. Yeah. So he literally leaves the sneakers right there on the little bench, gets up, walks out. He walks up the mall. He walks down the mall, stops nowhere. He was literally just toying with me because I'm literally walking behind him like, baby, baby, please, baby, baby, please. Like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't mean that. But I didn't mean that, though. But do you accept my apology? He would not talk to me. We were, who, you drove? I think you drove. I drove. Yep. Yes. I drove to the mall. He walks out of the mall and he starts walking zigzags through the parking lot. And me, like the dumb ass that I was, I sat there and walked behind him. Had to be at least for an hour. He walked out 
of the parking wa- parking lot and into the neighboring neighborhood. I was hurt. Adjacent to the parking lot. So now imagine a huge mall, the parking lot. He walks out and now he's in the neighborhood. So now he's walking past people's houses and trees and all of this nonsense to a point where I said to him, I'm like, listen, I'm about to stop following you. But I'm only following you because I drove and I need to know that you have a way home. I was like, look, I'm about to stop following you. Mind you, there's, there's no, no Uber. There. There's no Uber. <laughs> there's no, Uber. no Lyft. Nope. No nothing. No friends in Virginia Beach. So I left him. I turned around. I walked back. I had to go find my car because at that point I know where the hell I was. And I left. So I'm driving around and whatnot, trying to kill time. I don't even remember if we had cell phones back then. Oh, it's then. not that bad. No, we no, had no. cell phones. No, I don't. No, no. I couldn't get in contact with you. So if we did have cell phones, you weren't picking up. I probably wasn't picking up. Somehow. Oh, I think we did have cell phones because I called. Oh, my God. What was your friend's name? He was older than us. Kevin. He played. I called Kevin. I'm like, Kevin, where is Rashawn? He's like, oh, he's in TGI Fridays right now. I drive to TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. I walk in and you were sitting there eating a shrimp Fridays. That's I right. freaking remember Fried like it was yesterday. And freaking French fries. You su- you know, this is boiling my blood right now just thinking about and it. And I should have had them sneakers on with a big <laughs> F you. <laughs> and then finally we went home. But that caused that caused a rift right, but in it- our relationship. And not only that, it's a little off topic, but it started a thing. And we talked about this a long time ago mm-hmm. on the podcast where... Whenever he didn't, whenever, whenever I did something that he didn't like, he would what I called walk. We would be driving and if I were driving and he's in the passenger seat, if I said something he didn't like at the red light, he would get out the car and just start walking. Walk the other way. I did that about three times until one time she left me and not just left oh, me. Oh, because he did it on the highway. What was it? 64? Yes. We're on I-64 and we were... We just came back from the outlets and we were with um, your friend uh, with his name. Sorry, with a C. Uh, Cornell. We were with Cornell. We had just came back from the outlets. I'm driving their passengers in my car and we got to arguing about the radio, the station that we were listening to. And you started trying to pull rank on me, basically like show off in front of your friend. Like I'm going to listen to what I want to listen to, like bleep what she wants to listen to. And I'm like, mother trucker, this is my car. We're going to listen to what I want to listen to. So you're like, pull over, pull over, pull over. So I pull over on the shoulder. He got out, opened up the trunk, got his bags from the outlet and started walking in the opposite direction. On the highway. Yep. And I'm sitting there like. I said, she going to come around and come get me. I was like, word. 10 minutes went hold by. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So I'm like, I'm supposed to be like, who was it? Biggie or Puff in the friggin' in the, in the video? Hypnotized. In the hypnotized video. I'm like, oh, am I supposed to be like reversing on the highway? Yeah. Talking about, baby, baby, please, baby, baby, please get back in the car. Baby, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. You can listen to whatever you want I in thought the car. She- I thought she was going to swing around, so I wait like 10 minutes. I'm I like sat there seething 20 minutes, for like 10 minutes. minutes. I'm looking at him in his in the rear view like, word, you about that life? Okay. Mm-hmm. Three hours later, four hours later, she ain't come back I for me. I was like, Zhoo! So I had to walk off the highway. It was embarrassing. Me and my friend. Courtney, Cornell was a dumbass for following But the you. only reason I'm bringing that up, I'm bringing this stuff up. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because regardless of the reason of why we were going back and forth and arguing, you know, one, you shouldn't left me. Two. No, you deserve to get. Like, it, you know what proves that I should have left you? What 
you never did it again. Goddamn right. That you ain't leaving probably... me out there again. I'm no fool. Truck could have knocked me over and killed me. I ain't stupid. That now. was the fourth time that you had walked. You should have left. You should on me. You should have left the first and time. And you know why you did it? Because I permitted that behavior. There was no consequence for your actions. So every time that you got the reaction that you wanted, you continued to do it another time. I should have seen that after like the second, like the first time, okay, we should have just argued about it or whatever. By the second time, I should have said to myself, okay, this is the beginning of a pattern because it's not just happened once, it's twice. that's the definition of a pattern. By the third time, we were on, we were, we were leaving my campus. Mm-hmm. It was right on that street, with Hampton Boulevard. Mm-hmm. You did that. Not by that time, I should have been. I should have left you then. Should have did the I first didn't. time, but you didn't. When but, you allow bad behavior, you're encouraging it to but happen. Again. I wasn't talking about that. We had a podcast I'm about just that. Saying, I was just saying, we probably didn't, but okay. When you did that, I was upset, and the first thing I wanted to do was make you feel like I felt like insecure. I was gonna be like, you got a hairy nose. Like I was just gonna start making up shit just to piss you off. But I was saying that. In a relationship, you have to realize that me losing is you losing and me winning is you winning. No, you lost all by yourself in I that did, situation. I did. I, did. I did. I did lose all myself. That was all you. I drove back to your apartment and I sat there with my feet up. Kevin came over. We sat there waiting for you to come home. That's funny. Yeah, it was actually that's, kind of that's, funny. That's, that's, that's not it funny. Was actually but anyway, I was, funny. I, the reason I even brought this up is because, you know, Apology, apologizing is is very crucial in relationships. A lot of times I think people don't like to apologize and really say what they did wrong. Like if I do something wrong, just say, you know what, babe, what I did was fucked up. You know, I apologize. I should have, I could have did this way with it. I could have did this way with it. I'm sorry. And I, I'll make sure that in this relationship, I don't go that route again. And for women as well. Like if you do something that's fucked up, just be a woman and be like, yo, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I apologize. It is what it is. But you know what the problem is? What's that? Most people look at apologizing as a weakness. A sign of weakness. Correct. I felt, I definitely felt that way. Really? I'm not just, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily, I figure it's a sign of strength. Well, that's what I'm saying. I used to feel that way. But now as you grow and you mature, you realize that apologizing is a sign of strength. Right. It shows that your, your ability to humble yourself. Absolutely. And, be accountable for your wrongs. And it makes the other person, I think, love you more mm-hmm. because the appreciation grows because now you know that you're not up against a wall. Correct. You know, you know that you're with someone that's malleable, someone that can flex and bend and that's understanding and actually cares about your feelings. When you apologize, sometimes it's like gold and sometimes it's trash. Right. And what's a shame is that I don't want to say this and like make light of it. Like this is um, like a relationship pro that we're giving right now. Like Mm -hmm. this is like pros and cons. Like this is a pro. Like this is Mm -hmm. something good that, you know, it's like a little gem. Right. But a lot of things are easier said than done because you know this. You know this very well. Right. We've talked about this Many, many times. Accountability, responsibility, Mm -hmm. humbling yourself, all that good stuff. And you'll still make that mistake to this day. Almost like it's in your DNA. Why is that? Um, That's because at the end of the day, um, I want to win. Regardless of everything that we just said, I'm I'm, I'm a competitor and I want to fucking win. Like, I don't want me to lie. I'm telling you the truth. (laughs) It's like... I have to take a step back and be like, damn, I shouldn't want to win. But at the end of the day, I still want to win. I got years of you beating me. So (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just in my blood to be like, fuck that, I'm winning. Like, and then I think about it and I'm like, oh, that's not the that, that's not the way I should take it. But that's what it is. It's like if you do something and necessarily I don't like it or I don't understand, my first instinct is to win. If me and you are racing, you're my wife. Like, for instance, me and you had a, we had a foot race, right? We're running. She falls in a hole. Any man would stop and be like, babe, are you okay? Not me. I'm going to win to the finish line. When <laughs> I get to the finish line, when, <laughs> when I get to the finish line and I win, then I'll be like, I'll go back and be like, babe, you good? But before that, I almost broke my ankle. It was like this hole that was camouflaged on the lawn. And I literally just fell into it. And it was so bad. But he finished the race. No, I won. Say I won. I no, won. you didn't win. Okay. You won by default. A win is a win. Which is a non-win. A win is a win. I'll take a win any way I can get it. A win you is a win. You did not win. A win is a the win. The kids even said that you didn't win. Who the kids? Who are they? They were witnesses. No, they were like... They're the, the witnesses. Time. I'm the defendant. We all agree anyway, that you didn't win. I won. You bust whatever. But that's that's who I am as a person. I want to fucking win. But I have to take a step back a lot of times and be like, you know what? Let me do what's right. And that's what I just wanted to talk about in this in, in our relationship, in anybody's relationship, in your relationship. Just sometimes that can make a relationship better when you understand. I don't want to win. I just want to understand. And I want to make sure that you understand I didn't hurt your heart or hurt your feelings. And hopefully you'd feel the same about me. I'm going to tell you how I really feel. Oh, boy. Here we go. I mean, if we're really talking about it. Mm -hmm. If you were ignorant mm -hmm. and you didn't know that this is a pro, this is a gem. This is something that it's, it's special because a lot of times people, the most simple things people aren't able to come to terms with themselves, mm -hmm. let alone with their partner. Right. We have an understanding. We know better. And when you know better, you're obligated to do better. Correct. So when we're in that situation and you're not doing better, it infuriates me. I'm still competitive, though. And I got to take that out because yeah, it should infuriate it you. It infuriates it, it me. It absolutely should. And it takes our relationship down a notch. Right. And then that's just so much more that you have to compensate for. And it's really pointless. You're grown enough to know it when it happens. I'm not perfect. It's not about being perfect, Rashawn. I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not, I'm not looking for a perfect person. I'm just looking for someone that is, like we said, accountable. And it doesn't take hours or days for you to come to that conclusion. Because okay. it's disruptive and like I said, if you didn't know, then it would be one thing, but you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm not perfect and I make those mistakes and I have to make sure that I watch that because I am very competitive. And no matter what it is, you know, you know me, I'm a competitive type of person. Like I mean, are, so we are, am we I. Are we are very competitive. But sometimes that's not conducive to our relationship, especially with myself. And I just wanted to talk about it because I want to work on that for the new year. And hopefully the people out there will want to work on that as well. And all I'm saying is that when you do apologize for something that you really feel as though you have responsibility for, mean it and explain. Because one of the biggest things that I hate in our relationship is when you apologize and it's like, I'm sorry, I apologize. Okay. I shouldn't have done that. Well, I'll, I'll, I, you know, I don't want to hear that because with you, I feel like that's on replay. Like I hear it all the time. I want to hear, why are you sorry? How do you perceive the wrong? What do you feel that you did wrong? 
and tell me why you did it so we don't end up here again. Okay. Well, that's the, the well, that's, that's what the, I do. That's the important part. Like, I don't even care about the I'm sorry. Like, let's let's get down to the bottom of it. Like, let's figure out why well, this happened. I'll do that. I, I mean, and I do that. And from now on, I'll make sure I do that. I'll apologize if, if, if I do something wrong. You the same if you do something wrong. And when I do, I will explain and then I'll give you the dick. I don't want it. If I apologize, you're going to take this dick. <laughs> no, not if it depends on how the apology goes down, but we shall see. I'll put it on your ass. All right. Is it email time? Yes, it's email time. Okay. Let's get to the email. You have um, a self-inflated sense of self. You know that, right? I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I mean, just got to put it out there. Like you and your, God, you know, God granted me with something huge. So I like this. <laughs> What's all right. Anyway, the email of the week. The Casey Crew at gmail.com. T H E E Casey Crew at gmail.com. Before you continue, like I said last week, if you've sent emails in the past and mm -hmm. they haven't been read, which is more likely than not, resend your emails because we have Mercedes, who is our new assistant, who Office is going manager, to yeah, be like, look at this. Cool look, cause. Look, 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 look. He ain't reading off of his phone no more because of Ben's. So <laughs> she's going to be going through them and um, choosing ones that we think would be the most beneficial for your listening pleasure. All right. Well, so. let's let's read this. Right, email of the week. A person is uh, anonymous. I swear in my head we are family for real, Gia. Hey. Gia is my cousin child. Word. Love the podcast, of course, but I'm going to get straight to the point. I've been with my husband now off and on for 12 years, high school sweethearts. In between one of our breaks before getting married, we are newlyweds, I dated someone briefly from childhood. Of course, during that time of dating someone else, I had no clue me and my now husband would get back together, let alone get married. Thank God we did because we are truly soulmates, meant for one another. So my best friend, ex-best friend, who is also a family member, called me over to tell me she was dating my childhood brief situation. Granted, I didn't care initially because I'm happy in my relationship, but it did make me cut her off after thinking about it. Being best friends, she knew all the tea when it came to all my relationships. So for her to feel comfortable to date someone I used to date just didn't sit with me at well. It has nothing to do with uh, the new guy, but everything to do with loyalty. Like I would have never felt uh, comfortable dating someone she used to mess around with. That's just the way my loyalty is set up. At this moment, we haven't spoke in the last two years. It makes family functions very awkward. We were once two peas in a pod that would never, ever, ever walk away or look away in each other. We would always be together. I love how mature Gia carries herself. So tell me, cousin, should I drop this imaginary beef since I'm happy and secure in my own marriage? Or am I right for cutting her off? Now at family functions, I'm subject, I'm subject to see her and my ex who wants to see an ex once you cut them off, right? Are my feelings valid to not care or still even though I'm married now? Help me treat this situation with grace and class. Anonymous. Before I tell you what I, what I think, you know what question I'm wondering? What? How does her husband feel about her resentment for a friend that is dating her ex. He probably doesn't know. She probably didn't tell him. There's no way she. You would, think she would tell at him. family functions when she's not talking to her, she said best friend, but she also said cousins. Did she say she said best friend? Yeah. At family functions when she's not talking to her best friend, you think that her, her ex husband, best friend. Mm -hmm. Well, you think her husband doesn't notice? Yeah, maybe. How would that make you feel? I have an ex. Uh huh. 
and Dahlia. Right. I have Dahlia. And she started dating my ex. And for whatever reason, even though she's just a friend and not family, she comes around. She's tight knit with my family. And when she comes, she's with my ex and I feel away. Mm-hmm. Or let's say she's not with my ex right. and I feel away. And you've noticed I haven't spoken to her for two years. How does that make you feel as my husband? Okay. Well, first of all, it depends. Right? And when I say it depends, it depends how long they were dating. Now, if it was an ex that you were dating and you was in a relationship for a couple of years, then I would understand it completely. The way she wrote it made me feel like it was like a little brief. A little brief fling. Thing. Right. Okay. Now, if it was a little brief fling, then I don't think I would necessarily care. But now on the woman's part, if you my friend and you my peoples and you my bro, no disrespect, but there's mad bitches out there. Why you want to talk to one of my exes? Why you want to talk to somebody that's connected to me? Maybe she's special. Fuck that. <laughs> nah, it's, it's bro code. It, and, uh-huh. and, 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 and some people would be like, nah, that's your ex, who cares? That's just who I am as far as loyalty is concerned. Now, if you ask me, we had a conversation, yo, bro, I ran into so-and-so, uh, we had dinner, and yo, I think some sparks made it may, maybe sparked off during the dinner. Do you mind if I go out again or this, that, and other? And I'm like, yeah, sure. All right, go ahead. Then it's something different. But if you just behind my back and all of a sudden I pop up to see y'all together, like, what the fuck? Yes, it's loyalty. Like, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Like, your phone doesn't work? Uh, you couldn't that, have met me for lunch to have a conversation to see, engage where I felt about this? Absolutely, because right. I, I believe when it comes to friends, I believe in loyalty. And I believe in, look, I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like, if one of my friends dated an ex or something like that. You don't have any exes. I, I, and I don't have really any friends. But if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. All the people that think that your friends are very offended right now. They, they know. but They know that they're not really your friends. I mean, if they, I mean, I have a couple of friends and the rest of them, not too many. But anyway, I would say this. Loyalty over everything. If you're my friend, you ride for me. You know, you make sure that. I have your best interest at heart because I have your best interest at heart. And if it's somebody that I dated and you're doing some sneak shit, some fuck shit, I can't fuck with you because then you're going to do some sneak fuck shit when it comes to other things. I want to be able to be, you know, with my wife is the same as my friend, meaning, you know, I can leave my phone up with you at the house. I can leave my phone up with my friends. I can leave a hundred thousand dollars of cash on the table. I can leave a hundred thousand of cash on the table at my friend's house because we trust each other. We have loyalty. We have that. But if you do sneak shit like that, I can never trust you again. Now, I'm not going to go as far as saying fuck you and never speak to you. I'll speak to you, but I'll speak to you like I speak to anybody on the street. What's up, my nigga? That's it. Other than that, I really have no game, no action for you. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way for this. Like, if you know the situation and you are being grimy and not saying nothing to anybody, I can't fuck with you anymore because I don't know who you are as a person. You know, that's just how I feel. And that's how I look at friends. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think? I agree. I agree, but I would just take a different approach. What do you mean? You know, sometimes my actions don't always measure up to how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, how I present myself in the world is very important. Sometimes the things that I'm thinking may not be as above board as they should be, but my actions have to be above board. Right. So nine times out of 10, basically what I'm trying to say is, my actions are better than my thoughts. And that's just a way that I think everybody should kind of 
aim to elevate themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't always say everything that I think because I believe that there's a time and place for everything. Right. It's called being mature. It's called being a grown-up. So, in my opinion, regardless of how she feels, like, you know what it is. You know that this girl put herself before her friendship with you. But that's most people. You know, most people, in my opinion... They expect the best of the people around them. They expect for their friends and their family to do the things and to take the same actions that they would take. Right. But but I look at it like this. And that's. Why did you date him? Because you said, girl, that dick was so fire. So what? She went and and (laughs) dated the dude? Like, that's whack. She went to see for herself. Yeah, but that's that's whack. Of course. Of, Of course it's whack. But. You can't hold people to the same standards that you hold yourself to because if that's the case, nine times out of 10, you will be disappointed. Right. People usually put themselves first. People are self-motivated and selfish. And this girl is looking at her life probably like, this guy might be my future. Right. Yeah, that's true. You're just a friend. Like, I love you to death, but... Our relationship can only take me but so far in life. Like, we can go out to eat. I can call you on the phone. We can kiki. We can hit the club together. We can hit the bar together. We could do a lot of things together. But your role in my life will never be as significant as a partner. Correct. Someone that I'm going to love. Someone that I might potentially marry. So, when it comes to the chopping block, you just don't make it. Uh, And I get it. And... I believe that most people would make that choice for themselves. Mm -hmm. Is it wrong? Absolutely. Should it be somewhat expected? Pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. So you recognize the situation. You distance yourself from the situation. You know that you can't bleep with that person like that anymore. And just like you said, you carry yourself in a mature way. You see them. Hello. You don't make things awkward. They know what it is. They know you haven't spoken to them for two years, but the next time you come around and they're around, hi, how are you? Da da da, and you keep it moving. Um, That's gear. When it comes to me, I don't fuck with you. Don't come in my vicinity. If I if if you fall and you trip, I'm a laugh. I'm not gonna help you up. If you cross me and 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 your mama's house about to be in foreclosure, I might buy your mama house. That's who I am as a person. If you cross me, you cross me. Because I think I'm pretty nice to people. So if you fuck me, I fuck you back twice. Then they'll be really pleased according to you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let you tell it. <laughs> that doesn't seem spiteful at all. I get it. <laughs> are you ready to close this out? What, what, what are you saying in closing? <laughs> saying. Uh, uh, basically, I'm, I mean, you know me better than that. You know how I've dealt with situations with people wronging me. It depends on the situation. This situation with in our emailer's case happened a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So she's moved on. She's happy with the person that she's with. She's married. That really is old news. You know who they are. You don't have to deal with them again. When you see them, it would be in my nature to just ghost them and don't speak. Don't say nothing. Let them know. But... It might make your husband feel uncomfortable. It might make him wonder, well, why is that so important to you? That's from your past. Do you still have feelings? Do you think about him? Da, da, da. I think for the greater good, mm-hmm. it would be to just 
smile, keep it cordial, and keep it moving. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, again, if you want to email us, you can. It's thekccrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E. KCCrew at gmail.com. Again, we appreciate you guys for riding with us. And don't forget, April 30th to May 3rd is the KC Crew Retreat. All right. If you want more information, the KCCrewRetreat.com. We want to see you guys out in Jamaica. You know, a lot of people ask, you know, when we coming to the next city to do the podcast? Are you doing a podcast in New York again? The next one is going to be out in Jamaica. We want to do something where we could bring all you guys with us. Yes. And there's so much going on. We're going to be like, they're going to teach you how to wine. Uh, we're going to have um you know how to wine already. I do know. That's how, how you have five kids. Um, <laughs> so I can't, um, can't. Like I said, catamaran parties, um, performances, comedy show, podcast, financial <laughs> podcast, and all that. What? That's just you. Again you can continue. I'm listening. I'm paying wine attention. Again tonight. You guys number Keep six. Going. But anyway, but we just you know want to see you guys there. If you want more information, the Casey Crew Retreat. Don't forget, it is at the Jewel Grand Resort in Montego Bay, and rooms are selling out. Some room categories have already sold out. So get on it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. I'm DJ MV, and I am Gia Casey, and that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles.